Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another broadcast of Together with Him. Amen. I'm Sister Ann. And you know, I asked that question, uh, you know, when we did that, that spot, the end of the intro, there's a question there and it asks, are you ready? Are you ready? Ooh. That, that question is, is something else, isn't it? You can ask that question every day you wake up and get different answers. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for that? But you know what? Here, we're going to spend some time together to discuss. Yeah, to discuss because the chats are open, but mainly to, to just fellowship and to discuss whether or not we're ready. Are we making the mark? Are we, are we, have we made the mark? Are we pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus? That's, that's the question. Are you ready? Are you ready to get out there and, and minister to people everywhere in the world to go ye? Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm the go ye girl into all the world preaching and teaching huh? the gospel of Jesus Christ with our very lives, just, just living right, hmm? getting saved, receiving the salvation of God. And then as we learn who he is, we live who he is. Woo. <laughs> what a great opportunity to do that. Amen. Are you ready? Praise God. Big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers, those that pray for us, those that encourage us. We'll get phone calls and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Uh, those that are inquiring and they roll up their sleeves and participate in what it is that we do for the Lord, coming together as a group. Yes, because we're we're in service we serve the lord how we serve the lord by serving the people of god and we're going to see why that is important why that is important and why that commission yeah that commission to serve and to love one another is a god-given jesus spoke it said it and it's already settled because he said it. And another reason why we're to love one another. We're still on this love kick. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. To love each other as the people of God. To at least, it, the least you can do is love your brother and sister in Christ. And, you know, I will say, if you don't have love for your brother and sister in Christ, you need to check your salvation. Yeah, you need to check and see whether or not you really ask God, huh? Our God to be your Lord and Savior. Yep, I can't see. I can't see where God has touched your life. If God has touched your life, come on. If he has blessed you, huh? if you have that warm feeling to know, if you've walked through and just declared and decreed, if you've turned away from sin, I can't see him saying, okay, well, you keep this one. You keep being pruned face, sour puss. You keep being mean, hateful. Hmm? You keep being dogmatic. You keep uh, slapping folks upside the head and mistreating people. You keep keep scheming and, and slighting people and your brothers and sisters in Christ. God is just not like, he's not going to say that. He's not like that. He is telling us to love one another because we're going to have to. We're going to have to. And if we are his children, now we're going to have to love each other. Amen. He lo he so loved us that he died for us where we need to love each other. If we look at our brother and sister 
and we have an issue, there's a way to deal with it. We've ministered on that already. Mm-hmm. There's a way to deal with that issue. Yeah, you got to have an ought. <laughs> Call it having an ought. If you have something, your brother and sister or sister offended you in some way, you come to them. And, and talk to say, look, you offended me. And if that brother and sister gets all feathers, all ruffled, or, oh boy, how did I do that? I mean, look, God has called us to peace. We're going to talk about the Beatitudes too. Not today, but go out there and study the Beatitudes. Blessed are the peacemakers. Hmm? Thank you, Jesus. We are peacemakers, called to be peacemakers. And you know, the church as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're the body of Christ as his people, as his children. Big brother, he's our big brother. He's our Lord and Savior. He, he's a mystery. We, we don't understand it all, but we can relate to the different positions. Ooh, come on. That he is, huh? That he holds, that he is ministered that he has showed us we can relate to the different positions that he has showed us in this life hallelujah praise god amen amen don't go get your bible go get it because we're gonna we're gonna get into it and you know the thing about getting your bible when you go get your bible amen and i know we're busy Mm-hmm. We're busy people and because the, the devil's going to slew foot. Yeah, he's going to make sure we're busy. The world is going to make sure we're busy, that we're, we're going to get distracted and and we're going to get all uh, all frustrated and flustered because there's so much that is bombarding us, you know, getting in our face, trying to get our attention and, and has our attention. Uh, we turn on any news media and they're trying to sell us something. Mm-hmm. or make a skirt or warn us of this or that or try to or try to uh, say that we need this product or that product uh, god bless you dr anthony clark amen blessings to you blessings to you too my brother in christ amen he does a big shout out to us Whenever he can see that we're on the live stream, you know what that does? That's an encouragement. That's an encouragement. Now, you know, uh, Dr. Clark is, you know, he's a busy man. The brother be on his job doing what the Lord has called him to do. But you know what? He prays. He prays for me. Huh? I know he does. I huh? might not pray every day, all day, whatever. We, we don't need that. We just need to speak. Uh, call out the name for the people of God. Amen. And then when you see, when you see, you might not uh, land on it mm, because maybe that word, maybe you're busy doing something else and everything. Huh? But go ahead and, and like it. Mm? Like or send up an emoji, put in something in the comments, you know, and then scroll on. I'm good with that because what that's doing, that's an encouragement. Now, we're going to do what God calls us to do, <laughs> no matter what. You know, big shout out to Mother Young. Now, she knows who she is, and her children knows who she is, of course. But Mother Young told me one time, praise God for all the mothers, the church mothers in the body of Christ. You know, that's a big position. But Mother Young told me one time, she said, daughter, she said, go. Oh. <laughs> See, she might have put that little, she put that blessing on me, that encourager. She said, go. She said, go if you have to go alone. Huh? Do it if you have to do it by yourself. Do it. Go. Go even if you have to go alone. And isn't that a profound encouragement statement? Isn't that wonderful to hear? Now, she, you know, she's mother young, so she has, she has children uh, a little older than me, uh, older than me. But she was encouragement to say that to me. She could have kept that to herself. She could have kept all those nuggets of wisdom. And, you know, I would get a chance to call her. Don't forget to call the saints. 
that's something else about the love of God. We're getting ready to uh, go into uh, at, uh, at your service. That's what we're calling the study today at your service. Yeah, call the saints of God. Yeah, don't spend all your time binge watching on the TV. Pick a time, set aside 15, 20 minutes and pick up the phone and talk to someone that, that uh, you know, I'm not talking about being messy and getting in all their business, but I'm saying pick up the phone and send them a text message saying, I love you. I was thinking about you, sis. What is it? You know, I've been saved a long time, but I used to value those times where I had a chance, an opportunity to pick up the phone and talk to the mother, the woman of God. Hallelujah. And she would just pour, pour into me. Just, you know, I'm like, mother, are you you sure you're talking about the right sister? You remember me? Hmm? Yeah. And she would just pour into me and bless me. And that's what we should do one for another. Let's bless each other bless each other and yeah i'll say you want to want to get started go ahead and get started and and call on the ones call on the christian friends that you have yeah call on the christian friends that you have and at least call them once a week call call them call them send them a text message reach out to them let them know you care about them and love them you know and at least start out with the ones the folks you like you know, that's a start. And then from there, you know, maybe the folks that you don't hear from so often. Yeah. And, you know, then, of course, we can grow. And we continue to pray for the folks that we have challenging relationships with. Yeah, because we're still peacemakers. I'm not going to try to throw myself at no one that you know every time I try to talk to them they get all huffy and puffy what you trying to call me for no we want to be peaceful so if we reach out and that love isn't isn't received or it causes too much friction or frustration or if they get upset with you hey you know let it go and just pray for them pray for them Amen. But we are called to love one another. Hallelujah. I thank God for, for that church mother. You know, and that says something too. The older women, come on, we're older. I'm, my, I'm not a spring chicken. Uh, I might not have been born in the spring. I was telling my baby, I said, I wasn't born in the spring, but I bet you I'm a summer. <laughs> she said, no, mama, you a fall. You're a fall chicken. I said, whatever. You know, but the thing is, is that we should want to pour into, we should want to bless the younger women. And younger women, if you have someone that's trying to talk to you about anything, (laughs) uh, now I'm not talking about call you and be nosy, but just call and share, call and And let them, you know, they're letting you know that they see you, you know, they're praying for you and it's okay. Why not receive that kind of love? Why not receive that kind of friendship and attention? That's important. Yeah, because them, I I call them, all of them, I call, I say, well, you know, because your little friends might not always be around and you don't really all the time understand what it is that they want. Because maybe they're in competition with you. Maybe they're jealous of you undercover. Maybe they want your husband, you know, whatever, whatever the case is. So, you know, if someone is going to reach out to be kind to you, if someone's going to reach out and and share with you and, and love on you and just say, hey, I was thinking about you, receive it, receive it. And then reciprocate, huh? Give it, give it away. Give that love, that attention, share. You know, we we can't be so busy. And I think that that's kind of what it is about the the selfishness of what we deal with in life. One thing about marketing and sales and, you know, they're always trying to sell us something, marketing to this person and that group and 
whatever or include that this group you know whatever it's because it teaches us to be selfish you got to think about okay well you need this or you need that and then they're like oh you know person says oh yeah well maybe i do need it and then you look at yourself and look in the mirror and you wonder well what happened and do you know just so much they play on all of your feelings of self-esteem but to have some self-esteem, a lot of times, you know, you, you're selfish. It's all about you. Yeah. All about the lap of luxury and leisure. Maybe that's it. But when we can reach out and we can pick up the phone, we can at least do that and call somebody. Start with our friends that we love and work our way down uh, uh, what is it? Google, Google duo. I get duoed at least once a week from um, one of my kids. Praise God for that. Yeah. Google duo them. You know, maybe they can't pick up the picture. They could always mute it. Phone call. You know, since we can't go to one another's house. Yeah. Maybe that's old fashioned anymore. But to come together, that's all I'm on. I'm done. I'm done with that one. To come together. I appreciate you hanging out with us today. Yes, big shout out to all of the LFHHM volunteers. Yes, the ministries that go on in Jesus' name. Too tired, not, but not too tired to go on in Jesus. Yeah, doing what they need to do to all the ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm not just talking about the bishops and the first ladies and the pastors and evangelists and the missionaries and the deacons. And But I'm talking about the friends, too. I'm talking about the single mothers, the single fathers. I'm talking about the marrieds. Amen. Talking about the singles. I'm talking about the young men and women, the boys and girls, all of us that keep going for Jesus. We're not discouraged, but we keep going in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, you know what I like to do? I like to get and I like to get my praise on. So there is a praise breakout here that I'm going to share. And this praise break is, it's called a help is on the way praise break. And the apostolic praise break with Jonathan Nelson. And uh, there's something that this man of God is saying here. Praise God. Let's go ahead and check out this praise break. Amen. Right there, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's a seed of praise. It's not based on music because when you get to your house, you may not have a piano there. You may not have an organ, but you got something on the inside. My God, I feel something coming up on me. I feel my daddy now. You got something on the inside of you called I will. I will bless you. I will glorify you. You got something on the inside you call let everything that happens. Without the music, nephew, I want to hear the voices. I want to hear somebody place a seed of praise in the ground. Somebody open up your mouth and give them a praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm praising God for my son. I'm praising God for my children. I'm praising God for my spouse. I'm praising God for my money. I'm praising God for my healing. Hallelujah. Praise in God faith, for. I dare you just to take one turn, one turn, one turn, one turn. Because I'm saying, I'm praising God, but he's turning it. I'm praising God, but he's turning it. I'm praising God, but he's turning it. I said, I'm praising God, but he's turning it. I said, he's turning it. He's turning it.
glory. I give you praise because the enemy did not triumph. Hey. The enemy did not triumph. I said the enemy did triumph. The enemy did not triumph. So I don't care what the circumstance is. The Bible says he always causes us to triumph. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Our God always causes us The enemy to did not. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful praise break. Thank you, Jesus. Huh? God causes us to triumph. Yeah, we're more than overcomers through him who loved us. Jesus, hallelujah. God, you are so wonderful. You are so wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Well, I'm here and we just have a couple of slides as you can see. I don't know why my little slide thing is showing up in the corner there. Usually I can get it to go away. But we're going to just take a few minutes to look at this scripture. Hmm? We're going to look at this scripture. We're talking about serving. One way that uh, we've been doing, working through a study, the five love languages or whatever. One of the love languages is called acts of service. Yeah, acts of service. Well, you know, when we serve somebody, it takes it takes something to serve them, doesn't it? it takes something to serve them. If you're going to serve someone, usually you're there getting a paycheck. Yeah, because that's your job, customer service, uh, restaurant hostess and server. Yeah, at your service. There's, there's a reason why, usually. We get served. We receive service. You know, this is kind of a service industry country. That's what we've pretty much turned into, uh, pretty much by design, too. But service is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. When you have a wonderful hairdresser that you can do, go to where they can do your hair, that's a service that's provided or nail tech or anymore shoot even medical service yeah you go and you have a wonderful doctor that you can talk to or nurse practitioner big shout out to all the nurse practitioners i tell you i've gotten some wonderful service and they've paid attention to me in the past yeah so service is something else service is important and service is important to the body of Christ. Yeah. The service. Service is important to disciples. It's super important. As the, the disciples of the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Those of us that go out. And we minister. And everyone is called. To be a disciple. The Lord has called us. He's called us to. To uh, get to know him act of the salvation where he's called us as into salvation and then to love one another we talked about that that's so important and i just can't just reiterate that enough service at your service let's look at saint john chapter 13 saint john chapter 13 and again big shout out and big blessings to all the people of god Amen. You've tuned in at any point in time in this broadcast. We appreciate it. We thank you. And we want you to know we love you. Amen. St. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. Now, it might seem like a lot, but I know we, we sit up there and we watch the TV a lot longer than it's going to take us to read this scripture. <laughs> we don't have that much time left, huh? We're going to get through this. And we're just going to, we're just going to bless. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, St. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. Now, before the Passover feast began, Jesus knew 
was fully aware that the time had come for him to leave this world and return to the Father. And as he had loved those who were his own in the world, he loved them to the last and to the highest degree. Ooh, isn't that beautiful? Mm, isn't that beautiful? You know, God is no respecter of person. That's just verse one. And where I'm reading out of the Amplified. Yeah, that's that's beautiful to know that he's no respecter of person. And he's going to if he's going to love those disciples, those who are in the world that have been given to him from the last and to the highest degree. Verse two. So it was during supper, Satan, having already put the thought of betraying Jesus in the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son that Jesus, knowing, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was now returning to God, got up from supper, took off his garments, and taking a servant's towel, he fastened it around his waist. Then he poured water into the wash basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the servant's towel with which he was girded. Oh boy, hmm. Jesus, fully God, fully man, God manifested in the flesh, wiping the men's feet, the disciples' feet. Wow, taking a servant's role. I want to stop right there just for a second. Now, there's a such thing as a foot washing service. You know, we used to do foot washing services kind of on the regular, but be, it, they don't really do them too much. And what a foot washing service did or was re in representation of was this very scripture. Yeah. To where each of us as believers would would bend down and su uh, sub be subservient. We would wash someone else's feet. Now that you, you got to stoop low and feet aren't always pretty and pedicured. Mm -hmm. Some people have feet fetishes or they like to look at feet, but uh, feet are kind of funny looking. Most of the time, they're, they're going to be smelly. Yeah. And as the disciples would travel, they wore sandals and it was dusty on the ground. And if they came to visit someone's home, the, one of the things that the servants would do, would, would there would be servants to come and wash their feet after their travels. Mm-mm-mm. Glory, hallelujah. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? In that moment, Jesus was ministering to the disciples. And I kind of look at it like this too. He knew that they had already traveled dusty road, a dusty road to walk away from where they were in life, to follow him as he had called them, each and every one of them, some three and a half years before. He says, come, I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah, he said that. And they believed him. And he poured into them and taught them. And the road then was dusty, wasn't it? The road was dusty coming along. Well, even still, God knew that they still had a long way to go. The road that they were taking. Yeah. All right. And the, the fact that God knows and that he's there to wash and to make things clean, that he was there to even serve. He showed and humbled himself to be that servant, to serve these men, these people that had trusted to believe him. Okay, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 6. When he came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are my feet to be washed by you? 
is it for you to wash my feet? Yeah, and Peter, Peter recognized. He's like, look, this is God. God's going to be washing my feet. Huh? The Messiah is going to wash my feet. Oh, glory. Glory. Huh? What love? He just said it. Thank you, Jesus, in verse one, how he loved those who were his own, that the Lord, that God had given him. Huh? Verse seven, Jesus said to him, you are not, you do not understand now what I am doing, but you will understand later on. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him. Unless I wash you, you have no part with in me. You have no share in companionship with me. Yes, come on, Jesus, wash me. Thank you, Lord. Now, here's the response that Simon said. He says, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, wash not only my feet, but my hands and my head too. Come on then, God, wash me. If if you're going to wash my feet and I have to have my feet washed by you, God, then go ahead and wash me. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Isn't that something? That God, Jesus is like, look, I, I'm going to wash you clean. I'm going to wash you. This is a, a representation of what Jesus is go about to do and what he does for us hallelujah he's about ready to go on the cross y'all yes he was this was on the the passover he was gonna be betrayed and he was gonna go die for the sins of the world verse 10 jesus said to him anyone who has bathed needs only to wash his feet but is clean all over and you my disciples are clean but not all of you yeah see Jesus had already washed the disciples with the word of God he God Jesus was the living word and he washed them with the word the, the truth of what the word of God said he was the walking New Testament. Thank you, Jesus. The testimony of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he walked with them and renewed their minds. Even the calling, they received the calling that he had. They didn't say, no, never mind. Many did. Many did. They didn't say, oh, never mind. I, you know, I don't know what you're talking about. I have to work. Mm, let's not do that. I have to check myself. I, that little work is going to be there. But when God calls me and I want to spend some time with my God, thank you, Lord, in prayer and in fellowship with him. Thank you, Jesus. Spend that time. Let him wash you with the word of God. Let him wash you. Let him cleanse you. He says, huh? And you, my disciples, are clean, but not all of you. See, and he's going to tell us which one. And we know, for he knew who was going to betray him. That was the reason he said, not all of you are clean. Hmm. What is it that the word of God does for us? Thank you, Jesus. The word of God creates in us a clean heart, doesn't it? It shows us where we fall short. But then God with his Holy Spirit shows us and, and we pray and we receive his word. And then he changes our heart to be tender to the word. He changes our heart to fall on good ground. Not thorny. Thorny ground. I ain't trying to hear what the word says. That's just fake and phony. Let me explain. And this is my testimony. I don't care if God wasn't real. Hmm? And if this word wasn't real, but I wouldn't care because the life that this word offers, this the word of God 
what it does, what it is offered is way more better. Yes, than the world. The way that the Lord teaches us to live. And on top of that, we know that it's real and it's alive. We know that the spirit of God is in it because not only can we see the word, but he helps us by his grace through the Holy Spirit. See, the world don't have no Holy Spirit to help us. The world wants us to fall. The world wants us to not love one another. The world wants us to to fail and wants to destroy us because the slew foot is in it. Hmm? Yeah, you see the conniving, backstabbing, lying, murdering situations, thieving situations that go on in, in this world. That's because the the father of this world, the father of lies is slew foot. Yeah. And it's a fallen world. But God, when we can pick up his word and read it, and it's a blessing to us. And then when we don't understand, he gives us a revelation of what it is that he's saying. And then when we we can't quite get it right, hallelujah, his grace and his mercy, his blood has washed us clean, his blood. Has washed us clean and it washes us from from the beginning and middle and endings of our life as we continue to press on. Hallelujah. In him. See, we're talking about Jesus washing us. Thank you, Lord. And how he was the servant at the time with the disciples and and how he stooped low. Hallelujah. To bless the disciples and love them and wash them all right but jesus has more to say here and let's read it thank you lord so when he had finished washing their feet and had put on his garments and had sat down again he said to them do you understand what i have done to you you call me the teacher master and the lord And you are right in doing so, for that is what I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, master, have washed your feet, you are, it is your duty. You are under obligation. You owe it to wash one another's feet. Hallelujah. Did he say it? See, the living word, the example, and how we're to interact with each other. Hallelujah. In a holy, blessed way as the church body of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. To love one another and uh, to, to the point of being able to wash each other's feet. To serve one another. Hallelujah. It might get ugly. Yeah. These sisters are, uh, or brothers or whatever that, you know, you get sickly or whatever and your home needs to be cleaned. It used to be the uh, motherboard of the ch- sisterhood would be able to, to go over to someone's house and bless it. I don't know why that stopped. It may have stopped because, you know, folks are trying to take credit for it or, you know, would gossip about it. Or I think that it may have even happened because the church shift, it shifted from uh, being about our brothers, our father's business and uh, loving thy neighbor as thyself to this selfish gospel, this this lie, the sin of selfishness that's poured into this world that it's all about me myself and I yeah so he says hallelujah that we're to wash one another's feet we're obligated Hmm? if the master is going to wash our feet and wash us hallelujah and God still washes us 
His blood still works. Thank you, Jesus. Then we're obligated to be a blessing to each other. No more going into a church, especially these sanctified churches or, you know, whatever denomination. It's not about that. It's about are they following the word of God? But don't go up in there and you have the usher's prune face, huh? This isn't uh, Marvel Comics where prune face is standing at the door. Yeah, all these uh, different, different mean people in the church. You serve a little food. Okay, saints, we going to have a little food at, you know, after this or that or whatever. And you serve a little food and... Then the child comes up and wants a little more and you don't have anything for them. I'm, my heart's a little heavy on this. Maybe it's a few flashbacks. Maybe. But I believe that if I've dealt with something, then many have. So if we're talking about uh, recovering and, and renewing relationships and allowing for God to truly wash us, so that we could be at your service, at the service of at least the people of God, loving each other in the church. You know, there was a, a outing that uh, actually uh, uh, what what I we had participated in something not that long ago, uh, and it's like okay, we were to be served, and. Those uh, people that were serving us, it was like, oh, my goodness, they just didn't want to do it. I'm like, shoot, I would have rather you just leave the food there and let me serve myself than to be mistreated. And I don't take things personal all the time, but it wasn't just against me. It was against everybody that came up to that table. Let's learn to serve one another. It's okay. It's okay to serve with a smile. Amen. You might be tired. Drink a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, you might not be feeling well. Take an aspirin. Mm, you might be tired or whatever. Hey, get some sleep before. And, and if you got to be there tired, just say, God, give me some strength. Father, Jesus, pray. And he will. But don't mistreat the people. Don't mistreat the people that come in that God has sent. Hallelujah. To be ministered to at your service. Come on. Wash the disciples' feet. Wash one another's feet. That's what Jesus said in verse 14 here. St. John chapter 13, verse 14. Hallelujah. And why? Why should we do that? Well, Jesus is very plain. He says in verse 15, he says, For I have given you this as an example, so that you should do in your turn what I have done to you. It's going to be at your turn. Hmm. I know my little loved ones. I have a <laughs> couple of little loved ones that hang out with me, my grandbabies. I'm big mama. And I have one loved one. She's like, okay. Uh, I say, oh, you're going to give Big Mama a little mini pet pedicure? And, or are you going to rub Big Mama's back a little bit, huh? Uh, give me a little mini med med pedicure. She said, okay, Big Mama. So she'll give me a little mini pedicure. But then she'll say, my turn. <laughs> my turn yeah and praise god it should be her turn amen if we could be a blessing one to another amen if if you're sick in your house sis you know you can call some real some real sisters that is going to keep it and you know and, and keep it quiet and not take it and spread all your business, what you got up in your house or whatever, and how you did this or did that. There's some love in that in that place where you fellowship. There's some love in that church. You need some help, reach out. Reach out. It's okay. 
Yeah, the prayer warrior that you pray with. We we're we're taught seems like even in the church to be all stoic. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing wrong. I'm blessed. And it's okay. We I'm not saying burden the saints of God. I'm not saying that. But there's a difference between a burdening and loving. Because it's reciprocal, right? So I'm not going to tell you I, I need your help and I don't. Now, I'm not going to love you and lie to you. So it goes both ways. Hallelujah. For I've given you this so as an example so that you should do in your turn what I have done to you. Praise God. It's going to be our turn. Verse 16. I assure you. Most solemnly, I tell you, a servant is not greater than his master, and no one who is sent is superior to the one who sent him. Yeah, so even God, God says, look, I'm the big one here, and Jesus, I, I'm, I'm it. So if I can do it, if I can love the people of God, if I can love those who are in service with me, if I can serve those who are in service with me, if I can uh, get together with that young saint, get someone else and, and gird them up and, and talk to them and minister to them or be available to counsel in a way to where we can uh, just go to the scripture. And then the, the pastors and ministers are available to, to minister on a, a higher, deeper level, you know. We won't lose anyone. Thank you, Jesus. And we'll be a blessing to each other. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Verse 17. If you know these things, blessed and happy and to be envied are you. If you practice them, if you act accordingly and really do them. This was this what Jesus said. He says, you're going to be blessed. You're blessed. You know, sometimes we have to, we don't get started to do anything worth doing until we can see what's in it for me. Hmm. Yeah, what's in it for me? And it's not a bad thing. I don't care what gets you started. Hmm. I don't care what motivates you. To get saved. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. If we have to start on the level where we are. And we can trust God to grow deeper and higher. I'm not one to ridicule a person because the first thing that comes out of their mouth is what's in it for me. That's what's in them. That's what, what they have to work through. That's okay. And then we can grow to what God says. Look, he says, if you know these things, blessed and happy and to be envied are you if you practice them. You're going to be blessed if you practice them, if you act accordingly and really do them. Yeah, let's do that. How, how do we wash one another's feet? Now, my foot washing service. Oh, boy. And I can think about some foot washing services. You know, even the slew fit tainted those. You know, you get in that foot washing service and you might wash sister so-and-so's feet. You might partner up with her, but you're not going to wash sister so-and-so, uh, sister Wichmacallit's fleet feet. Mm -mm. You, know, you might wash sister whatchamacallit's feet but you're not going to wash sister so-and-so's feet because she thinks she's missed suchy much mm -hmm. yeah but we have to grow in that don't we we have to grow in that foot washing services are symbolic of what jesus said to do so okay we don't do them anymore hmm. not that i know of and then even when we do do them, are we in a loving fellowship to where, yeah, I, I know everybody's not going to like me. 
Yeah, I know everybody's not going to love me. But I, I bet, <laughs> I would hope that most would. Because it's the house of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm not there. I don't mistreat anybody. I'm not there trying to uh, mooch off the saints, borrow money, and I'm not batting my eyes at anybody in particular or nothing at all. I'm just there trying to hear a word from the Lord. I might have a few pieces. Yeah, a lot of times it's because I've had them a long, a long time. <laughs> you ever look at, at folks that think they got a whole lot of clothes, but they're just quality pieces and and. They can't even wear their nice clothes at church because they get eyes rolled at them. And shoot, they can't wear the nice shoes, especially if they're working somewhere. Because brotherhood, they, they brotherhood see you coming. They're going to run in the other direction. They're not trying to help you. They're not trying to serve the women of God to help them and, and show the strength that the men, God has given men by using their man arms. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know I'm hitting it. But God, what did he say? What did he say? His word. He told us to wash one another's feet. He said, do it. Do it. Thank you, Lord. And really, really do this. Praise God. All right. Well, one one way, one way that it encourages us, we might nat not naturally have that in inclination. We might not want to wash folks' feet. We not may not want to be nice to people. Yeah. But when we get saved, hmm, that repentance... Uh, Maybe deep down in our hearts, we really do want to be nice. We really do want to be a blessing to people. Maybe we've been hurt, church hurt, growing up hurt, you know, hurt in the home, daddy hurt, mama hurt, school teacher hurt. It's all kinds of hurt. But one thing about salvation is that Jesus bore, he bore all that hurt. There was nothing on the cross that he didn't experience when it came to hurt. Yeah, it wasn't a sin, it wasn't a disease. There wasn't anything that Jesus experienced that wasn't there, that wrong. He experienced all the hurt, all the pain every disease he was so mangled and he was so full of sin he bore the sins of the world that God had to turn away couldn't even look at him because of course our God is holy that's why Jesus said my God my God why hast thou forsaken me hmm? the sun refused to shine hmm? So all of the hurt that we have experienced, because if we've been born of a woman, Bible says it's of a few days and it's been full of trouble. Thank you, Lord. We've experienced some hurt. Praise God. But God, if he's tugging on your heartstrings, yeah, we call them heartstrings. He's tugging on your heart. We feel it. We want to be different. We don't want to be like the world. We want to experience what God has for us, the fullness of what he has for us. Hallelujah. It starts with repentance. And then there's a prayer that you can share. If you're ready to be saved, hallelujah. Pray this prayer. Dear, Dear God, God in heaven, heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. 
I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, Transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I feel led to say a quick prayer. I want us to um, say a quick prayer together. And I'm going to lead us in that prayer. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for being the God of our salvation. Father, we thank you that your word is true. We thank you, God, that you are active in our lives. We thank you, God, that while you were here on earth, Jesus, you were truly the Messiah, truly the example, and taught us wonderful things. Father, we just pray that you will watch over each and every one that has participated in this broadcast, that you will minister to them where they need to be ministered to, save those that need to be saved, Touch those that need to be touched and heal those that need to be healed. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. God, put in our hearts as your children, as believers, bless, touch, and heal our churches and our fellowships. God, that means to, to start with us. Hallelujah. Touch our hearts so that we can be loving and kind to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Hallelujah. Remove every foul spirit of jealousy, envy, strife, every hindering spirit. Hallelujah. Bring unity to the body of Christ. 
your church, your people, bring unity and love into the hearts of your children. Hallelujah. God, we know that you'll protect us, that you'll uh, love us and uphold us. Hallelujah. In hard times, we don't have to be uh, coming against each other, hmm? that we can hold our peace and that you will fight our battles. But, but to heal, God, to where we go in with the right attitude, when we enter into your gates, God, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and we enter into your courts with praise where our minds are stayed on you in love. And that we are reminded that when we look at our brothers and sisters, God, hallelujah, they're made, hallelujah, in your image, hallelujah. And that we're to love each other who we can see and then there declare the love for you who we can't see. God help us. Help us to repent, to turn around. Help us to reach up and ask you, God, Father, for strength to do so and remind us to love and to forgive each other. Bring the church together, God. All of the fellowships, hallelujah. Bring them in love together, hallelujah. And bring the denominations together in truth according to your word. Hallelujah. God, we love you. We know you're faithful. We'll forever give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. If you... If you pray the prayer of salvation, hallelujah, praise God, you're on your way. You can go to our website at www.lfhhm.org and click on the Discipleship Resources tab. And then from there, there's a pamphlet out there, The Road to Salvation, that will explain where your journey is going to go from there, repentance. Huh? To be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sin. How you can expect the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God's Holy Spirit within you. And then how you can expect to go victoriously. And you're empowered and you can do what the word of God says to do. Stay prayerful. Pray for one another. Know that Jesus loves you. Yes, he does. And so do I. Hallelujah. How can we continue on ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ if we don't love people, especially the people of God? Praise God for you. I always say, I always say, if the Lord says the same, we'll see you next time. Be blessed. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films. One God, one church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.